ho. The hogs are in the house. Welcome, I repeat, everybody. The hogs were in the house. They were. Yeah. They were. So welcome this week on welcome Wednesday. The, yeah. <laughs> welcome back to the Canadian Perspective. Uh, Derek and I are really far from each other now. Yeah. We okay. I'll I'll explain to you guys what happened. So we were planning on recording this because that's always been the plan, right? With video. With video, not not yes. just audio, and uh, releasing the videos on YouTube as clips and stuff and do like a video a day type thing so the you're not bombarded with an hour-long podcast you can have it like bite size you know uh like a lot of other uh podcasters and streamers do right it's very common practice yeah. however we don't have any of the equipment and we're poor at shit at the moment so we can't afford any of the equipment at the moment and so we tried for how long three hours Around three hours. Three hours to set it up and make it look good, and we we still couldn't make. There's it look a lot good. of moving, a lot of adjustments, a lot of uh, trying to get lighting good. Shit, bullshit. I rearranged my whole living room. It's it, it's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we just decided, fuck it, let's try again next week, type thing. Yeah, that's basically what we decided on. And so while we were, I mean, this was probably the most explosive past week politically that then has happened in a long while probably since yeah. the election yeah um, no straight up the storming of the building i mean we could just jump right into it yeah i mean so everybody knows the u.s capitol was stormed by hogs and chuds alike that's right make america great again people so basically there was this uh at a park a few blocks down from the capitol building in washington dc uh, there was a make america great again rally or, yeah. you know, basically just a Trump rally. And Trump was one of the speakers, as was Rudy Giuliani and a couple other people. And, uh, you know, as he usually does, he agitates over the possibility of the election being fraudulent and states that it was. And suggests that people uh, should fight back. Well, what happened was he implored the crowd to, quote, march down to the Capitol building and protest in front of it. Yeah. Um, that's not a direct quote, but that's roughly what he said. Paraphrasing. And then Rudy Giuliani, when he spoke, he made a remark about, quote, trial by combat, end quote. That is a direct. That's, that's direct. That's, uh, inciting violence right there. So Rudy Giuliani legit, legitimately is citing violence with this. Right. And then following that, of course, you know, they marched down to the Capitol. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. And then the angry marb, mob started to form larger and larger outside on the steps. Um, what few police present clashed with the protesters who attempted to gain access to the Capitol. Uh, you know, just to visualize a sea of red hats uh, wearing few masks. And actually, in some of the videos, when they were trying to break in through the windows, you could hear coughing in the background. Oh, yeah. Pretty brutal coughing. Like it was sick coughing. Right. It wasn't just. So I could understand if this was a super spreader event oh 100 well what what was his name there's one right-wing streamer there that had covid he was confirmed to have covid beforehand and he was videographed in the capital coughing on oh, everybody oh yeah yeah he was diagnosed with covid um or tested positive i should say with covid three days prior to that protest and went down anyways that's shitty so he was in the capitol building damn I forget, I forget which streamer that was. I don't know. One of them. Also, while this was going on, Trump took to his Twitter 
And he was also posting inflammatory remarks. Now, what was going on that day in the Capitol building was the Senate and the House of Representatives were present to vote on certifying the election results. That's the reason why they were protesting this particular day. It was planned in advance because they wanted to protest this uh, vote. Right, exactly. So basically, everybody's there, including the vice president. Mike Pence. Yeah. So it's almost like a State of the Union address, which is apparently the most guarded event, political event in America yearly. Mm-hmm. So it's a few members short of being as populated with important people. So the fact that the police who were supposed to protect the building were greatly outnumbered and the initial requests for the National Guard were denied. And yeah. these people outside were not masquerading really as being peaceful. They no. were sh- chanting things like hang Mike Pence, you know, uh, heads on pikes, uh, things like that. You it's know, very obviously they, mo- lot, well, not most of them, but a lot of them were there for the intent to hurt the Congress men and women. Exactly. Um, they had, they had uh, flex cuffs, right? One guy the, had a shitload of zip ties. And, no, multiple people. There's multiple people. Oh, okay. With uh, those. So, and of course, some of them were armed and they fired at the Capitol building itself. And that caused the uh, Secret Service to evacuate the House and Senate members out. There was many tweets of, uh, you know, leftists and and, uh, progressives who are saying that they're safe and that they're okay. And there's a lot of pictures of them on the ground in the uh, Capitol building behind the seats and stuff while they were uh, taking cover. Yeah, they were split up too. Like there's different groups in different places as well. And one, the, the woman that was shot in the throat, uh, I am assuming was pretty close. Well, to you're me. jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. Well, Derek. maybe. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Jumping ahead of the timeline. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cole. <laughs> right up next, the people who died initially, I do believe five people died initially. It was a five, four. So you did four. They said four, but if you look at the information I got. Because one of the cops died by suicide, right? Uh, I'll go through the list that I have here. I thought it was five. One police officer was bludgeoned to death with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, that was insane. If you uh, watch the clip of that, a crowd literally pulls him into the middle of the crowd, like mm-hmm. drags him into the middle of the crowd and starts beating him. Yes. Ironically, with an American flag. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. And killed uh, him with a fire extinguisher. So that happened. Now, granted, I also want to point out that some of the police did attempt to do their job. Others, however, openly opened the barricades, uh, let, opened the doors to the Capitol building, let them in. And some of them were taking pictures with them. Uh, they were doing nothing, basically. A lot of them were doing nothing. And, you know, compared this, there are images of when the Black Lives Matter protests took place near the Capitol building that the National Guard was already there and they were lined up on the steps and they mm. were ready to go. They're all kitted out versus these guys who... These cops are not kitted out. National Guard wasn't there yet. And also... They sent the National Guard from Virginia over to help. Yeah, like, come on. This was such a failure in terms of policing. There should have been the National Guard there anyways. Just in case, because they know that the protest was happening. But as you know, these protesters are not challenging the status quo. In fact, they're upholding it just more severely. Mm -hmm. And... The police tends to treat those people with kitty gloves, whereas the ones who are actually opposing the status quo, seeking to change things deeply in the country, they 
are much more aggressive, much more yeah. vicious in their assault. Yeah. And you did not see the viciousness. I mean, it was almost comedic, in fact. Like, near the end, when they were being escorted out of the Capitol building, one uh, riot police officer was holding the hand of a woman helping her down the steps. Fucking ridiculous. Like, this is the type of Fucking ridiculous. stuff that was ridiculous. And, and it's also good to point out that, according to Police Magazine, 84% of people voted for Trump in the 2016 election. 84% of police, police officers. Yeah, not people. Not people. <laughs> police officers, police officers voted for Donald Trump. In 2016. So, so we already know that the police were on the side of the protesters because factually with the statistics and the way they handled them, they handled it. And now these right wing uh, groups that were there also claim to have infiltrated law enforcement and have been doing so for years now. And I believe that that's for sure. I, I 100% believe that this is just proof. Right. And like, it actually, I was much more skeptical before this happened that they like it was that bad. I didn't. I thought it was. Really? Yeah. Even I, after the video of when Trump lost the New York cops for crying? I didn't see that video. You didn't see that video? No, I didn't. That was massive. You didn't? No, I didn't see it. Okay. On anything. That happened, though. There okay. was like a whole line of police officers, and they're yeah. all crying yeah, after Trump lost. Up. Yeah, and it's New York cops. It wasn't... I, I, still, I still didn't think that it was that bad until this happened. Yeah. I really didn't think. I don't think most people did. Most leftists thought it was that bad. I didn't think most centrists thought it was that bad. I did. I know you go you on the did, Reddits, you but go it was on the, it was only a couple people that did. On the Reddits, though, people were already the people that were already radicalized in the in the left were taking this a little bit more seriously. Where? But like the Kyle Kalinskis of the world, the Crystal Balls of the world didn't think this was going to happen. They Both said that they didn't. they didn't know it was going to happen so soon. They thought it was going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I know, but I'm more so on their side. I've always sort of leaned more to their side. Now, with this, I've been, I'm leaning more to, it's kind of the 11th hour, two well, minutes to midnight we type can, thing. We can discuss that when we're done with the specifics of the actual event. Okay. So yeah, one protester shocked themselves in the balls while trying to steal a painting, causing he a was, fatal heart attack. He was ex-military, I believe, or Any current military. So that was, a, you know, it's died, so that's still yeah. not nice, but come on, dude. And you can, fuck? like, they all dox themselves, too. Yeah. The one protester was climbing a section of the wall next to the steps, which I think were protected by the police at the time, which is why they were climbing them. And he fell to his death because it was quite high. And then another woman was shot in the neck attempting to breach a hallway. Yeah, she was shot by a Secret Service agent. Uh, I'm pretty sure some important people it were behind. It would have been either Nancy Pelosi or... Chuck Schumer or something like that. The Maybe Secret Mike Service Pence. Detail? Like one of the high up, high up people that actually have a Secret Service because lots of them don't. Yeah. Like the normal. I don't even think Bernie has Secret Service. No, because you can't. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So most of these guys just walk around. Right. Just on the streets. They're kind of doing just normal people stuff. Nancy Pelosi and uh, Chuck Schumer and... Mike Pence, well, of course, Mike Pence, but um, Mitch McConnell. These guys all have people around them all the time. So I believe they must have been getting close to where they were. Otherwise, they wouldn't have shot them. Yeah, yes. And the Secret uh, Service is different than the Capitol Police. It is. It's a different organization. They're, I, I believe they're allowed to actually <laughs> do that in that scenario. I don't think he'll get charged. No, I don't think so either. They're protecting. Also, this one woman who was holding a, a Gadsden flag... No, was trampled I, to death. Yes, one woman was trampled and to death. And the flag, the Gadsden is, flag itself says, don't tread on me. Yeah, which is 
dramatic irony. That, to say the least. Yeah. Now, these insurrectionists yeah. broke windows at, in the Capitol building, shot through them, and stormed in. Many objects were stolen. Protesters took, you know, photographs. Everybody in, was streaming it, taking photos. I mean, these guys were morons. Like, yeah, I know. One way to uh, protect yourself from the police in this case scenario is to wear a mask. Hide yeah. your face. When you're doing illegal acts, as robbers have known However, since the 1800s. They, they, they don't want to. They, they refuse to wear masks just and, because of COVID. And it's, they're really shooting themselves in the foot here. Yeah, they're stupid. <laughs> it's Not just, only are they getting COVID, so now, they're getting, now they're finding them. Yeah, no, they're going to jail. So yeah, eventually they were removed from the Capitol building. Yeah. Once. Tear gas was deployed and, and whatnot. They but, didn't use that much tear gas either. No, they didn't. And they were removed nicely, by the way. Yeah. Only 13 arrests were made that day, which is unbelievably small. How many people to, were arrested during the Black Lives Matter? I don't have protests. that number in front of me. I don't but I know it, it was either, in the hundreds. It was in the hundreds. I think it was even in the thousands. And a 6 p.m. curfew was instituted in D.C. I'm not sure if anybody was arrested because of the 6 p.m. curfew. No, a lot of people were. I think about 70 people were arrested. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Upwards of that. Now, after this happened, Trump, or during it, Trump was suspended by Twitter, and then they unsuspended him, where he... Clapped his cheeks actually, again. Actually, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Rewind. Before all that happened, Trump posted a video, the he reason why he was suspended, and the minute the video starts, he starts talking about how the election was fraudulent, how it was stolen from us, and how it's such a travesty that this occurred to our country. Openly inciting again the same inflammatory rhetoric that caused these people to get to get in there in the first place, and at the same time he was saying, in between those phrases he was saying, "But go home, but go home." But the election was stolen. It's unbelievable. But you have to go home and be peaceful. There is a there is a pretty good video I saw of some dude in his car doing a Trump impression, uh telling his supporters to go home. They'll get them a Lego set. They'll put on the SpongeBob movie. And but it no, was like such a good fucking impression. But the problem of, with he was the, making fun of that uh, that video. But the problem with that video is that you're saying the same inflammatory shit while telling people to go home. Yeah, it's, and it's like it's a wink disguised. and a nod. It's, it's a wink disguised. and a nod. Yeah. And so, so you, you know his intent was to be like, "Hey guys, I I'm on your side. I approve of what you're doing, but I'm trying to save face here." So sorry, I can not still, sorry. Yeah, I can basically. still fight for you guys or whatever because so, people think he's cute, right? So Twitter, yeah, temporarily suspended him, and then unsuspended him for him to later on release uh, an actual concession video. Uh, I believe some of the information in the background was that maybe staffers or Lindsey Graham told him that if he didn't, he would be impeached under the twenty fourth article, twenty fifth, twenty fifth amendment. Yeah, he'd be impeached for it. Um. And he did that. And he released a video basically saying, oh, there, there will be a peaceful transition of power. The only reason why he did that is because he wanted to, he wants to run again, basically. Yeah, if you're impeached, you don't get a run again. And also, you don't get the presidential salary that you most, all ex-presidents receive. Yeah, so he should, he should be impeached. He should, yeah, of course. He should. But, but then, after that... He has to be, otherwise, because if he, if he runs again, there's a high possibility, possibility that he could win. Because the right, like, they're all on his side right now. It is the Trump party now. And, like, if the Democrats are equally as bad as they are right now, mm -hmm. I think that there's still a possibility that he well, can win again. 
if he's not impeached. So yeah, he comes back on and he posts that video and then Twitter <laughs> permanently bans him. Yeah, they clapped his cheeks permanently. So he was very pissed off apparently afterwards. Also, he was he was banned from everything too. He was banned from everything. He was everything. banned from uh, fucking Pinterest. Do you YouTube, think do you think Trump was on Spotify? Pinterest? Yes, Pinterest and TikTok. There's a bunch of things. Trump was not on TikTok. <laughs> do you think Trump was on Pinterest? <laughs> Why? It's like banning him from OnlyFans, right? I mean, the the one blockbuster that's left said they're banning him. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure it's a joke account, but still, it's ridiculous. I know they're like, listen, guy, this guy is canceled. Yeah, this guy is super canceled. How can you be canceled when 33 percent of the population is still in, like support of you? Because they're not the ones followers. who control the the social media. I know, but he still has that audience. All he has to do is find a way to get at them. No, well, he can't right now. No, he can't. And Parler got fucking... We'll talk about that later. They, they got clapped as well, so he can't even go there. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Scarborough and many other people, but specifically him, he, he's the, the He's daily. the main one. He, said, he dropped the F-bomb. So <laughs> he is the live morning with Joe? Yeah. On MSNBC? And so he just went on this big rant about it and how the security you know, in the past, is so tight around the Capitol building, especially when I think he was a member of Congress at one point, mm-hmm. and how unbelievable it is that they did such a shitty job, and they allowed these hogs to break in. Yeah. And he dropped the F-bomb, and it was, it was pretty epic. Which is not something that you do on... Live television. Well, national news. Yes. News stations specifically. Chris Hayes had a pretty good... Uh, had a pretty good segment as well. It's interesting to see that the uh, mainstream media is doing a good job covering this right now. Because they know that if the coup attempt, or whatever you want to call it, yeah. if it had been as successful, all those major media networks would have gotten clapped. It would be no MSNBC, no CNN, probably no Fox. Probably. Because they didn't bend the knee to Trump's fraudulent election claims. No, because they're bullshit. Yeah, Fox still has to put at least some truth in their uh, news broadcasts. Otherwise, they're not mainstream anymore. Right. Yeah, they have to uphold some sort of uh, legitimacy, even though they're trash. And so for a lot of people, this is an eye-opening situation. Yeah. They weren't prepared for this to go down. They didn't know that things were as bad, that the police were as much on the side of the MAGA You can't crowd. argue this. You can't, you can't argue that the police are... Not on the uh, on the right side, right with the, the right chi- wing side. I the should child say. gloves that they handled them. Yeah, is unbelievable. The comparison is uncanny. Yes, it's gross. It's it's just gross. And you see, like the property damage to the Capitol building. That's like neither here or there. I don't really give a fuck about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, you shouldn't be breaking windows and stuff. But and at the end of the day, that's not going to hurt anybody. However, hitting a fucking police officer over the head with a fire extinguisher. It's a bit fucking brutal. It's a it bit brutal. brutal. Yeah. I saw a video of a dude, a uh, police officer, getting crushed in a doorway, screaming in pain. Yeah. He was screaming in pain, and he had armor on. And there's a group of those, um, those hogs or chuds or whatever you want to call them, heaving, going back and forth, heaving uh, the police officer's back. And the guy was, like, in tears. And the, there's other protesters filming him, screaming in pain, while also face-washing him uh, with his gas mask at the same time. 
Well, that's, uh, that's... Just utter disregard for other human life. So yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty crazy. Pretty fucked up. And 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 they these can't... people who participated in this act were not exactly the all militants. It was a lot of older fellows, regular Americans. Older it fellows, like. but people that supported it. Well, obviously that they if they, they didn't support it, they wouldn't them. have done it. Yeah, they were supporting them. Now they they weren't all armed. No, they weren't all armed. Spe- there are specific groups that were armed, but they're right. But not all of them were armed, and I don't think armed. all of them were intending to perform a coup. I think they're uh, attending to have support for Trump. Now, there. what were you saying before? This action radicalized you a little bit. This action radicalized me. So, what I mean by this is, beforehand, I was like, yeah, there's Nazis in the States, but I don't think it's that many people, right? I don't think there's actually that many racists. I think people are just complicit in the racism and stuff like that. Uh, which is which is different. There, it is different. I, I was assuming that most people were good people. Most of these people were actually good people, just misled. They are still. Well, what we saw was there's a lot more motherfucking racists out there than I thought that there, there were. I there's mean, a lot more and a lot more rhetoric going around radicalizing people on the right. Yeah, they're of course. Doing, they're doing a way better job Trump's at it. Mainly his extreme pushing that the elections were fraudulent is what i mainly think it did yeah what did it yeah and how beholden these somewhat normal looking civilians are to this this figure and now if you're a normal trump supporter and you believe trump is doing the right thing because that's always what trump says Mm -hmm. and if you're believing him that's where you're going to believe and then you also think that the democrats because you watch fox news uh, fox news and stuff like that or what, what is the Heritage? Oh, that's the, OAS? One American News Network? Yeah, that one. Sorry, not the Christian Heritage Party. <laughs> it's Canadian. I don't know why I was thinking that. But you're, they're watching that, and mm-hmm. they hear that Democrats are literal demons and shit. Yeah. And they're evil, and they're doing, like, fucking stuff. And then you're, you're stealing the a, election. There's a large QAnon presence there. Yeah. Conspiracy and the, theorist supporters. QAnon is a big thing, and Jeffrey Epstein, of course, was arrested for having a global pedophile ring, so that just brings more validity to the QAnon guys. Yes. Right? That just kind of proves that. But the uh, underground bunkers and the, the it, no, anti-gravity. QAnon's, QAnon's fucking crazy. Right. I'm just saying that that adds validity to it as well. Right, but you saw the extreme elements on the political spectrum came out that day. Yeah. And, I mean, extreme on the right wing. The right wing. Spectrum. And the Americans that were involved in it were not necessarily extreme. In no, their I, views, say their they're, views they're were extreme, extreme, but th- their lives themselves were not all about the militia. Uh, many no, people's parents but were there. there. Were, there was militia members there. No, I know what you're saying, but a majority were I'm not saying. militia. No, I know. I know. I'm saying that the amount of militia people that were there was significant. Yes. Quite significant. And that's what scared me. And the mass number of people that were there in support and doing the riots shows me that there are, there's a lot of people that are able to be radicalized in that way. Yeah. And to be radicalized, to join the militia. A right-wing to militia. Potentially jo- to potentially join a militia. Yeah. And but- these militias that we're talking about are Nazi militias. And we'll get into that in a sec. Yes, although I think when you look at the exact ideology, I think they end up lining more authoritarian capitalism with extreme conservative social values. So almost ultra-Nazis, in a way. 
Perhaps, yeah. Because they are more right wing. Well, there's there's some straight up like Hitler was right Nazis. Well, that's what I'm saying. They also have the extreme social issues. Yeah. So, which uh, is very fucked up. Well, yeah, no shit. And the, the the important thing to note here too is that people in Canada are similar. We we have a similar uh, political Overton window, though we are much more moderate than the states. We're more to the left of the states. We're more left to the states, but we still got people that believe in QAnon. We still got people that are Trump supporters up here. We still have people that can be radicalized to uh, Nazis up here. It's not like it's a, not a problem here. It's yes. less of a problem. It's less serious, but like, or less progressed in that uh, way. Yeah, and it's also something to note that all those people who were participating are all future potential death squad initiates. Yeah, so if you go farther down the line, the potential line there, it's death squads. Those are the people that would be in the, would be either in support or actually joining these death squads. I meant joining. I didn't mean support. I meant these are potential joiners. If they're willing to break, brazenly break the law, yeah. outwards attack police officers, and march into the Capitol building, which they know is illegal, and they're not afraid of cracking some heads of people who actually are communists, mm-hmm. right? And the cops couldn't even defend their own senators and the House of Representatives. Many of them Republicans. Well, they didn't try, is the uh, thing. Right. They didn't try, so they're, they're on the protesters' sides there, or the rioters' sides there. Right. Even so the, the cops that were getting their asses beat, they not, still had guns the cops. on them. Not all the cops were... Not all the cops were bad, no. But those cops that weren't full-on Trump supporters letting them waltz right in, they had guns. Yeah. They could have used them. Yeah, and they didn't. And they didn't. Well, I don't want them to use the guns either, but no, they I didn't even try to use... That's right. But they didn't try to use the tear gas. They shot a couple tear gas canisters into the crowd. I'm just saying if Antifa had broken in, there would be a lot of shots fired. Well, okay, uh, in 1968 or whatever, when there's the Black Lives Matter protests. Yes. There, or the civil rights protests. Uh-huh. They had machine guns on yeah, Capitol they, they Hill. Yeah, on the Capitol steps, they had a, a light machine gun set up. And I believe there would be much more bloodshed if it was a oh, leftist yeah. movement. If that happened today... There would be machine guns up there. So what I'm trying to say is that if they couldn't even defend their own Capitol building, do you think they're going to defend your leftist ass from death squads? No, they're not. No. They're not going to send shit. No, they're complicit in everything that's going on. So I was always under the impression that the United States, it's a a terrible thing that the right wing, particularly the, the far right wing, is armed. They have militias, they have bulletproof vests, they're kitted out, and they're ready to go. Whereas the left is unfortunately very disorganized. Not many are gun owners. Not many are familiar with militia tactics. And and Antifa is very, very disorganized. Decentralized. Not just decentralized, but disorganized. You could have groups without leadership still organize much more effectively and still be decentralized. That's true. But they haven't done that. And because of that, there's a severe imbalance of power right now on the civilian side, not looking at the government or the military. On the yeah. civilian side alone, there's a severe imbalance of power. The right has much more weapons and much more know-how and much more willingness, whereas the left, unfortunately, is not at that level. And I has always been under the impression, maybe not always, but for quite a long time, I've, I've been the left skeptical of has it. to be armed. Antifa must arm themselves. And Derek, we had a little discussion actually on one of the podcasts that I had, I cut out because it was quite a long time, yeah. but where Derek severely disagreed with this. I, okay. So my, 
my point here is because I don't I don't disagree with with what I was saying back then because I first of all I didn't have this as a reference either, but I don't like war. I don't like violence. I don't like any of it. If I want I want to do the solution that has the least amount of blood, right? I don't want anyone to die on either side. That's why I I'm anti-gun on either side, but this proved that the right is armed to the teeth, are willing to use those arms and do it undemocratically and not do it for democratic reasons. They're willing to overthrow the government and we don't have a way to defend ourselves as the left because the, the military and the police force, the law enforcement, is going to be complicit with the Nazis and the Nazi militias and the right-wing militias. Or at least would be hands-off of the action. They would either let it happen or be directly involved in it happening. Just like uh, the... I think they'd be directly involved in it happening. The aftermath of the Million Mega March with the Proud Boys on the streets of Washington, D.C. and the police uh, letting them just yeah, brutalize no, people. They're allowed right. to. Because you have to protect their, uh, their freedom of speech rights. And so you're saying that you think the left should be armed? I'm thinking the left... Well... I'm leaning more to that side now. That's a different statement than what... That's different, we, but this is... Uh, I don't disagree with my thought process behind what I was thinking back then. This just is, brings in a new perspective into the actual state of I things would argue, right now. But I would argue there's already been evidence for quite a long time that not, those, not as those blatant boxes evidence. you ticked, those boxes you ticked about them being armed, ready to use the weapons, and not afraid of being undemocratic... And supporting authoritarianism. I, Charlottesville, they killed somebody. I didn't think people that there's that many. I didn't think that there's that many people. Is the thing. Well, I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think Proud Boys had that much power. I didn't think that these groups had that much power. I thought that because I also thought that the law enforcement was better than it is. Because I I understand that they're awful and they uh, how they treated the Black Lives Matter people was awful. But I just assumed that that was because it was. Uh, authoritarian thing right obviously it ain't with the right wing because they just let it them in i never thought that the law enforcement would just let them into the capitol building when they were shouting about murdering members of the government yeah i mean i never thought that would be the case but evidently that is the case i didn't know that would exactly happen i I perhaps thought they might have put up more of a fight but the they literally just let them in. But the fact that the right, that the police are extremely right wing and stuff, I think that's, I, I picked up on that. For, like, I, I understood they were right wing, but I didn't think they wouldn't do their job in a scenario like this. I thought they, they would at least protect the government because the government pays their paychecks. Like, those people that they're there to protect pay their paychecks. Yeah. They pay them. And they're just like, yeah, fuck them. Let's go. And now there's, there's um, people talking about, how cops that were escorting the congressmen and women into a bunker. They made statements. They made statements about, well, you're happy that we're here now, aren't you? Type well, thing. The, well, the ones who were escorting the progressive members of Congress said, I, I, bet, uh, I bet they like us now. Yeah. Because of the anti-police and, and racial policing statements they've made before. Yeah. That they're Which they're not anti police so even when the cops are doing their job properly they're not happy about it yeah that's the scary part that's the thing that scares me and that's why i'm like if if there is militia because well okay. they're not going to protect us they're, they're not going to protect your communist ass there 
there already is a militia. If they're just more organized or they get, because I think lots of them are actually not that smart. That works in our favor. But (laughs) if they get someone that's super intelligent in there, also a Nazi, a Hitler character type thing, if they get a Hitler character to lead them and organize them in such a way and uh, rile them up in such a way, they could take over, evidently. Easily. Easily. The rioters that happened, they weren't um, as organized as they could have been. If they were more organized, they could have infiltrated those bunkers. They could have killed the congressmen and women and the members of House, the House of Representatives. Mm, they could have utilized more connections within the police. They could have done whatever. If they organized better, they could have wiped out Capitol Hill there. Yeah, and they found explosive devices as well. Yeah, they're bombing it. Like, this is, this is legit terrorism right here. Yeah. Nazi terrorism. Brown shirts, if you will. And that's why shit hits the fan. That's Cops the, aren't going to protect you. No, You have exactly. to protect yourself. As a leftist, you have to protect yourself. And you see in other fascist regimes, like in uh, Latin America, they commit politicide, right? They kill the socialists. They kill the communists. Yeah. They kill Guatemala, the left-winging people. El Salvador. No, I'm not a communist, but I'm a fucking... I'm left-wing. They're going to come after me. I'm pretty vocal. We got a fucking podcast out with well, our I'm names just saying, on it. you know... Right? If you guys might say, oh, this is happening in America. You know, this is not happening in Canada. Well, I do believe, I am under the impression... If it happens in America, it's going to happen in Canada eventually. Well, I'm under the impression that the series of events specifically would be uh, a coup d'etat successful in the United States. It becomes some sort of hyper-imperialistic, far-right-wing, authoritarian capitalist government. Yep. Possibly the Trump or maybe some sort of Tucker Carlson-esque figure at the head of it. And maybe within five years' time, they become aggressive enough. Maybe there's a trade a disagreement or some small thing that sets them off, and they could simply annex Canada. And I think that politicians in Canada would be smart enough to know that our military can hold a candlestick to theirs, and to prevent death and loss of life unnecessarily, they would come to some agreement, which would involve an annexation of Canada. And simply put, the United Nations would do dick all. Because at that point, I mean, even now, for well, the past 70 America years, owns the United Nations. That's I mean, for why. the past 70 years, the United Nations has let America run roughshod over most of the world. They're not held accountable for anything that they do. And they do so much illegal shit, like under international law. Right. War crimes without mm-hmm. any... Invasion of Iraq yeah. and Afghanistan. You know, just Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Bay. Uh, you know. It's fucking scary. And then under that situation, I mean, any United States-based... Death squads could potentially come up to Canada. Yeah. In which case, the Canadians are in on it too. Yeah. We'd be the first place that they would invade. We, we would be. Uh, under an expansionist type of government. Yeah. Yes. Because natural which resources. I, they I, have all the industry. We have the natural resources. Easy. Yeah. They come here. They exploit us. We have places for them to frack. We got oil. We got. It makes the most sense from a geopolitical standpoint. Exactly. They wouldn't have to worry about all these trade deals and and the... No, they just own us. Yeah. And then, what if you gave Hitler, or a character like Hitler, one of these uh, fascist, far-right-wing, military-loving people, the resources that the United States of America has military-wise? What happens? Germany was... Their economy was such shit when Hitler was, like, brewing... And gaining popularity. In the 20s, immediately following the First World War. Yeah. They had an extremely severe depression that lasted most of it. And the military expansion and industry 
kind of help them get out of it. So but, they're so like insignificant after the war and then Hitler got in and then they almost took over the world. But I'm just trying to point something out. Germany had an equal match with the United Kingdom, with the Soviet Union, and somewhat with the United States at the time. Yeah. At this point in history, there is no equal match with the United States. No, that's, what, that's my point. Right. That's my point. So if Hitler had the resources from the beginning that the United States has right now, the world would be way different. The world would be way different. We'd all be speaking German, right? Or, or I mean, the Japanese would still have their theater. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and Italy would still have Italy. Yeah. It would be much different. That's right. And that was what happened. Uh, yeah. On the 6th. So I've been, I, I've been glued to the internet. The web zones. The webs. The webs. Watching Twitch. The live streams. Going on Twitter. Watching the videos, the compilations and all that. And my, my, my. It's, it's a big deal. No matter what you think of it, it's a big deal. And directly following this commotion and whatnot, there was a mass resignation from the staff. Correct? Y- yes. Yes. So there's uh, the Trump staff. Basically right. all were like, hey, we're going to resign now. And we don't believe in what Trump is doing right now. And so we're going to put in our two weeks. I mean, we, we understand that we're losing our jobs anyways in two weeks. But we're just going to put in our two weeks resignations now. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> if no... So spine. Dumb. No, so dumb. And it, it honestly takes away from the fact that they should be trying to evoke the 25th Amendment right now and get Trump out. But lots of these people are just resigning. Resigning. Which doesn't help anything because it's a fucking symbolic action. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. You put your two weeks in... It doesn't matter if you put your two weeks in because you're only working for another two weeks. Your job's gone in another two weeks. You're appointed by the fucking president. Joe Biden is going to appoint new people. That's right. I believe that this was an attempt at distancing themselves from Trump. They're going to try. Yeah, that's understandable. And, you know, they're going to try and rehabilitate their careers. Maybe it's have a career people forget. Move. You know, maybe write a book or two where yeah. they try and say, "Oh, they weren't so much into it." That. They didn't like Trump that Which much. you see a lot the of the right-wing guys that Trump fired do. Oh, yeah. Of course they do. There's multiple books out now. Because they're careerists. They don't give a yeah. damn. They're just there to make money. Right. So, so AOC um, claims that they should all, all help uh, try to reenact the 25th Amendment, that it would officially impeach Trump and prevent him from ever running again. Yeah. Because I think if Trump ever wins again, like in 2024, if he runs and wins, that's, that's the end of democracy in the states right because his outlook when he became president was not as focused as it is now no i think he has a very focused outlook at this point he wants to stay in power yeah and when he first started and took office i'm not sure he dug it very much no i don't think he wanted to become president when he first became president but now he's like oh yeah this is nice right he's able to the power that he wields, he, he enjoys it. He enjoys being the center of attention. Right. I don't think he's actually that smart, which I mean, like, lots of people still think that he's, he's really smart and he's just sort of playing the media and playing all these things. But I, from what I hear from behind the door, from no, people close to him at talking to him, he's not smart. He he's just a narcissist. person that was in the room. He is literally face value. You can take him face value. 
he listens to the last person in the room. Yeah. Which is the reason why he's so bad is because he has like John Bolton and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, pieces of shit talking in his ear. Who are basically fascists themselves, but. Or imperialistic. Imperialistic. So that's why, but. So a right wing militia that we've been talking about is, in fact, the Proud Boys, as we mentioned. So. Yeah, so I, I wanted to talk about the Proud Boys just to tell you about the actual militia that actually exists, also was started by a Canadian. So, in lieu of the events that took place on the 6th, we should talk about them. The organization that represents the state of American politics right now. Uh, so, the organization was founded by a Canadian from Montreal by the name of Gavin McGuinness, who is now, I think he's still hired by uh, Rebel Media. Mm-hmm. In Canada, uh, he was also the co-founder of Vice, which is strange. Uh, that the other founder, I think, kicked him off back in the is day. Is that right? Yeah, I'm pretty then sure. Why we, I don't understand why they would find the media program with him. Because they he he co-founded it and then they kicked him off. Yeah, but you have to agree with people before you found it. Like, why would they even agree to have this guy with them? It's like because fuck. he wasn't this crazy when they oh, did okay. Vice. <laughs> Yeah, then he was radicalized afterwards. And now he's known for his extremely racist, misogynistic, and homophobic political views. Mm-hmm. And transphobic political views. He's like everything that the left doesn't like. Though Despises. He, though he is a hipster. He's like a hipster Nazi, bro. Which is interesting. I found him back in 2016, and I thought he was hilarious because he made a joke about you nodding to Winnipeggers. Like uh, like a veteran because it's so fucking cold here. Yeah, I remember that in a in a video after Trump was elected. But as I saw his views after that, I was just like, ooh, ooh, they're bad. Yeah, they're bad. They're real bad. So the Proud Boys group has grown large. It's grown pretty big in the past little while. Um, it's also militarized now. Significantly. Significantly, uh, because lots of uh, former military people, like ex-military, mm-hmm. have joined the ranks. People right. that know the strategies, people that know the weapons, people that have been in war mm-hmm. before are part of the Proud Boys. Because they believe in protecting American values, air quotes. Or Western culture. Western culture and Whatever stuff like they that. Call which it. is just what they call... That's the dog whistle for white supremacy. Yeah, basically. Uh, the leader of the Proud Boys now, because Gavin McGinnis distanced, distanced himself uh, in like 2017, I believe. Okay. When they were starting, like right after Charlottesville. So oh, really? Yeah, because I, cause they're talking, they're shouting real anti-Semitic remarks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I don't think Gavin McGinnis is anti-Semitic. Okay. That's the one thing he isn't. Yes. <laughs> I think he's okay with that. Uh, but how do you say this guy's name? Enrique Tario? Yeah, so this guy's like an Afro-Cuban dude. Cuban-American. Yeah, he was actually arrested two days before the protest that took place on the 6th because right. he burnt a Black Lives Matter flag that he stole from a Black Heritage A well-known church. Black Heritage church. Yeah, so he stole the flag and burnt it. And he openly admitted it. He openly admitted it and is proud of it. Which... It's fucking crazy. He also I mean, says that BLM is I a terrorist organization. That's not that. That's kind of minor of a crime. That's, a, that's kind of, yeah. I mean, flag burning 
he he got arrested because he burnt someone else's property. That's what it was. Right. It wasn't that he burnt Black Lives Matter flag? He thought they would have got him on something else, but yeah. No. Uh, he was present in Charlottesville protest, which well-known white supremacist protest against removal of a Robert E. Lee statue, where someone somebody was killed, or lots of people killed, right? No, they, only one person died. Oh yeah, it was only one person. But they, she was hit by a vehicle. Yeah, the the one dude that ran like ran, ran his vehicle over, yeah. into a crowd, pretty fucking crazy. So some more stuff into what the group actually is. So this is how you get into the group. This into is the, the steps that it yeah. takes to get into the Proud Boys. Inaugurated. 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 Yes. Uh, so just to join the group requires violence. Any man who wants to be a proud boy, which is a man's only club, they don't allow women in. They don't allow women in? No. No, it's boys only. Uh, you must pass four. Uh, Initiation rites. Yes. You must utter so, the phrase, I am, let's say it together. I, I am, am a, a Western, Western chauvinist, chauvinist. And I refuse to okay, apologize for creating the modern world. And we call ourselves the proud boys. Yes, so that's the that's the Which that's is such a oath. cringe that's such a that's cringe the oath. oath. Jeez. Um then after that they beat you until you name some you facts about pop a, culture shit like at uh, least five brands of cereal. Yeah, so that was one of the ones that was listed or like quotes from movies and shit, which I think is a bit of a meme. That's kind of what Gavin McGuinness is. He's he's a edge lord memist. Hmm. And so that's, that's why I think that's a in memist. There. I like how memist. that's a title now. Yeah. Um, then you have to get a tattoo of the Proud Boys logo, which is how you can identify Proud Boys out in the streets. It's because they got a fucking tattoo, like a fucking gang. Yeah. And then you have to renounce masturbation and participate in <laughs> fights uh, with, with ex- extreme left wing groups. Uh, which I found kind of odd. Kinda like yeah. The, so basically, they have to do. Field? They have to do a violent act for no, the cause. No, I'm talking about the renounce masturbation. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? They also have to not do Why can't they jerk crystal off? meth and marijuana. Why can't they jerk off? Actually, they, they, okay, they refined this rule. They're allowed to jerk off once a month. Well, why do they care? Because there are no, no not Novemberists, but no, all but year why? round. I don't know. You didn't look into this very, very... I couldn't find the information about it, but... Like, I tried, but I didn't think it was that relevant. That's so strange. It's no coomers like, allowed. Yeah, basically. Wow. So they got pent-up sexual tension in between the ranks. Because most of these guys are divorced dads. Which means that Let's they're going to be, be fucking other dudes. Yeah. Which is why they're called well, the Proud Boys. They're gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. But they, yeah, so to become a member, you have to also commit violent acts for the cause. Well, at least one. At least one. So every Proud Boy that you see has done this. At least one against an extreme left-wing group, a so member. I believe, you remember Punch a Nazi, right? Yes. So this, like, this dude, the leader there, how do you pronounce his name? Enrique. Enrique. Tario. Tario. He just punched a la- random socialist in the face just out of nowhere. That's what he did to get inaugurated. What a pussy. Yeah, yeah. When they t- talk about uh, punching Nazis and stuff, and how fucked up that is, 
how you shouldn't do that. That's a random act of violence. Yeah. Yeah. No. This is what they did. Um. So he, uh, that was in June 2018. Yeah. When he uh, randomly punched somebody. Uh, he then climbed the ladder in the organization until he became its leader in November. And they have an estimated of like a thousand to three thousand members, official members, which is pretty big. And now all those people at the protest are potential people to be radicalized to join the ranks. That's right. I guess not the women, but they don't allow the women. Uh, so they, uh, that sounds like a gang to me. Sounds like a militia. That sounds pretty significant. I mean, especially the, the beating part. Yeah. That's a very gang-like initiation, yeah. right? Yeah. And so their, their beliefs are pretty fascist. They're fascist beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, they, lots of them are literal Nazis. They're anti-Semitic. They're fascists. They hate everybody that's not um, on their side and want to support leftern uh, values. They also have deep ties to law enforcement. Um, yes, they've been infiltrating law enforcement for a while. Uh, also the traditional workers' party, which I actually had never heard of. Yeah, it's an it's a alt-right neo-fascist group affiliated with the Proud Boys. After they're dismantled, so it was, a, like, it was an actual Nazi party group in America, and it was dismantled because of I, for some, the little anti-hate laws that they have. Oh, actually prevented i think yeah that actually prevented it so they migrated into the proud boys yeah okay or some of them at least and they straight up rep nazi symbolism like 1488 like the 14 words yeah 1488 if you aren't aren't familiar with what 1488 means 1488 is broken down into two sections 14 represents the 14 words um to become uh, i think a member of some of the white nationalist groups and gangs um, along those ways, so it's like part of the initiation. And uh, the eighty-eight is eighty-eight. The double eighth, H. The eighth Hail letter Hitler. of the alphabet is the letter H, and two H's represents Heil Hitler. Yeah. So that's what fourteen eighty-eight means online. So if you see anybody wearing shirts with that on it, or if you see somebody's username with that in it, you know, just be a little skeptical of who they no, are. Yeah, that's most likely a white supremacist. Yes. At the very least. They also represent the Iron Cross, used by the Germans, and the Odin Cross. Yes. The one with the, you know, the circle around the cross, and then they kind of sticking out. They've kind of adopted that symbol. The 6MWE, which means 6 million weren't enough. Or wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. 6 million wasn't enough. In reference to the the Holocaust. Holocaust. Which, there's one dude that was at this protest wearing a camp. Auschwitz shirt. Auschwitz. Auschwitz, yeah. however you pronounce it. And underneath it had the slogan, work will set you free, which is what they had up in Auschwitz. Which Very fucked up. Unbelievably super fucked ridiculous. up if you know the history behind and that. And also somebody was wearing a 6MWE shirt. Yeah. There. Yeah, it was a sweater. They had merch. They had white supremacist merch. That was being sold on Amazon at one point. Yeah. And they also had um, shirts that were praising uh, Augusto Nietzsche. However you pronounce that. Pinochet? How the fuck do you pronounce that? Pinochet? Pinochet? You could pinochet? pronounce it Pinochet or Pinochet? Pinochet. Pinochet. It's the other one. It's probably Pinochet. Uh, so he did politicide against the left. So what he would do is he would take socialists 
uh, he was propped up by the U.S. in the 70s, by the now, way. Now, I got to say that this account of how he would execute people is actually not that, wasn't that common. Only no. 100 to 300 people died this way. Uh, That's a significant... 120 people, I think. But he would, he would fly them up. Uh, in prominent, a helicopter. Prominent socialists or communists or whatever they were. His political enemies. He would fly them up in a helicopter, push them off to their death. Usually right. o- over open water. Sometimes over land or mm-hmm. a river. Usually over the ocean. But there are shirts made saying, free helicopter rides for socialists. Yes. That these people commonly wear yeah and there's a brand that has the helicopter probably yeah uh i think that's the line nine or the ninth line or something like that which is just that hiding it's hiding the the racist undertones but it's a dog whistle to it's anybody a dog who whistle. understands it same with yeah. 1488 same with the shamrock yeah it's same all with it's the... all dog whistles for white nationalists mm-hmm. and uh Last thing we um, want to talk about with the Proud Boys is some of the members inside the Proud Boys wanted to rebrand themselves as the Proud Goys. I, I think that's how you pronounce that word. That's a, that's a Hebrew word. It's a word for a non-Jew. They're pr- the Proud Non-Jews, basically, is what that means. Just so strange. Why are they so anti-Semitic? You'd think they would be more anti-Black. You would think so. And no. Because putting anti-Semitism think, directly in the name of your But of they your think group. the Jews run the world, right? The Jews are yeah. evil people that are so deprived and so money-hungry, but they also run everything. I mean depraved. Depraved. So that's what they think. So that would be kind of strange if so they... They're, is, they're, they're so fucked up. They're so fucked up. They're real Nazis. They're literal Nazis. Yeah. And they're a militia group. They got ex-military. They got cops in their ranks. They're, they know how to organize strikes and stuff like that. Strikes? They won't strike. They do not strike. They don't strike. No, not worker strikes, but like attacks. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. Just, just for your information. Right. Started by a Canadian. That's right, it was. So, which is also ironic because they're so pro-American. Yeah, very strange. <laughs> but remember that, that, Amer- that Canadian... Yeah, that McGinnis Canadian also worked in the up. United States yeah. before, so he wasn't, he wasn't just exact. I don't know, I don't know if he's on YouTube anymore, or I if he no was idea. taken off of YouTube. I don't know. I, I don't know, but he's fucked up. Straight up hipster, though. Chinese mass arrest of pro-democracy protesters. In Hong Kong, by Chinese officials. So, 53 were arrested by the Chinese government on the 6th, uh, and they charged them with, quote, attempting to overthrow the government, end quote, when, of course, protesters say that's not the case. They're simply just trying to hold a primary for candidates to run against the uh, current party in the lead for their 2020 uh, election. Which was postponed. Obviously, because yeah, it's 2021. Because of the election. <laughs> or the coronavirus, sorry. Not- and I guess they can't do mail-in votes. This is a legal election under the Chinese eyes. So, uh, yeah, they basically arrested everybody involved. So the candidates of the primary, the few organizers, a lawyer who was a U.S. citizen, and Mike Pompeo was very angry about that on Wednesday oh, as okay. everything was going down. Hmm. Um, he was like, China's being authoritarian over there, and we don't like it. And do it. They did arrest the U.S. citizen and other pe- people connected to it. Uh, so some context of the history of the Hong Kong protests. 
Do you know the history of the Hong Kong protests? Yeah, I've been going on for quite a while because Hong Kong is slowly being taken over by China as according yeah. to the British agreement that they had. Um, well, the British did not agree to, for it to be taken over by the Communist Party of China. Of course they didn't. That's not what they agreed to. They agreed uh, to have a two-party system, or two, one country, two system. Uh, which is what they currently had. Which is what they had. China is trying to slowly take back Hong Kong. Which no, but is, that was already in the deal with the British. Yeah. It was in the deal to have them slowly taken over to one system. Was it? Yes. Oh, that's not what I read. They've been doing it for the past 24 years regardless, though. That's and right. Hong Kong is very angry about that because Hong Kong is able to experience the freedoms that lots of the West experiences, yeah. as well as the, ca- the capitalist uh, stuff that the uh, West has uh, had. Which really is the same thing that's going on in China right now. China is basically state capitalism. It's the same thing. It's run by the Communist Party of China. They left behind socialism under Deng, Deng in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They're basically a fully state capitalist system. Workers have zero protections. That's why, you know, Chinese workers are no, treated so terribly. They're still socialists, bro. They do not provide goods to everybody. They're still considered a socialist place. A lot of people don't. A lot of people anymore. don't like it. They're very authoritarian. But no, they a also, lot of people do not. They're the no only country. They're the only, they're the only country that has ever made any. Uh, movement into the percentage of people being poor like they moving uh, people into the middle class you mean yeah they're the only people like country that's done that other than the soviet union other than the soviet union but the soviet union doesn't count anymore because it collapsed yes and cuba yeah well cuba has other reasons why it's not because of trade sanctions whereas china actually had a lot of industry yeah and they're able to um stop people from being poor better than everywhere else in the world now however it's basically state it's capitalist system yeah, it's, it's not, not really a socialistic system anymore kind of fucked up over there it is super fucked up china's basically uh thrown away all its values of the initial revolution that it had in 1949 yep and they're the next world superpower though that's unfortunate very unfortunate it's a it's a fact so anyway their economy is going to grow bigger than u.s u.s is like pretty damn soon all they need Perhaps. to do is uh, spend some money on the military, and they some good. money on the military. You mean they need to like triple their budget? Yeah, I mean, but they could do that in China. Yeah, so they like Hong Kong itself used to be a British uh, colony. That's right. And then things happened, you know, and then the uh, China leased Hong Kong to the U.S. for like ninety nine years or something like you mean that. The U.K. The U.K. Sorry. Leased. And then the agreement uh, give it back to China. Uh, happened in 1997 officially. Mm-hmm. I think the agreement act, like they actually agreed on it in 1984. Uh, so it basically means Hong Kong is separate from China. So it has a separate legal system, separate borders, has separate free speech uh, protections, free, freedom of assembly, freedom of the press, unlike the rest of China, which is basically under CCP uh, control. China increasingly uh, is making moves gain more control for Hong Kong, of course. People of Hong Kong are very angry about that. And they are protesting, man. They have some of the most advanced protesting strategies and tactics being employed in the world today. They're the smartest. They Um, have... Here in the Americas and Canada for the Black Lives Matter uh, protests, uh, dealing with police brutality, we've been using methods from the Chinese. 
We basically. started to adopt them, but it's still, they weren't fully implemented in the same way. No, they the, weren't. The idea of roles and absolutely complete black block mm -hmm. uniforms. Uh, the roles idea is a great idea. The fact that you have shield bearers, you have medics, and then you have uh, laser um, mages, as they call them. People with laser pointers that block uh, cameras and mm -hmm. flash them in the eyes of police. And, and then also the move like water approach where you have a massive protest and then before the cops can even show up, you disperse and mm -hmm. move through a different area, causing chaos among the, the police's ranks because they don't know what to do. That's interesting. Yes. That is one of the approaches that they took. We should take that approach. It would be very interesting, but they have to because if they don't, I mean, we're dealing with one of the most authoritarian countries in the world today. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to get their cheeks clapped. They're literally they going to be profiled and watched for the rest of their lives if they're ever taken in or put in jail or just forever. might just be disappeared right just straight up killed which china is known to do a lot yeah so that's kind of fucked up but yeah so they they tried to do this democratically they're trying to elect a president or a candidate to uh run against the Chinese party in Hong Kong. Right. Have their own leader type thing. Uh, and China was just like, nope, nope. And fucked them up. Right. Arrested all of them. Lots of them are pro probably going to be in jail for the rest of their lives. Especially the candidates. And the people that organized it. Right. Now, Mike Pompeo was just like, we're going to sanction China. What's that going to do? You're poking the bear. But, well, why do you think sanctions on China are going to work? China's basically self-sustained. Sort of. They're basically good. I don't see any significant sanctions that the U.S. can put on China that would do anything. Maybe oil? Other than that, I, I, I don't see it. China makes everything, so... China has all the fucking... All the sanctioning power. Most well, of it in the world. That's they true. can sanction anybody. They also have such a large market that they can just block anybody off of a certain commodity and just buy from somewhere else. And the other country's going to take that deal. They did that to Canada with the canola, right? I think so. They sanctioned us with canola so they wouldn't buy our canola. And then that fucked over the farmers here. Fucked them up. Because then like 30% of their market was gone. Not good. No, it's not good. China no good. But I wanted to talk about this one to talk about how powerful China actually is. And how like, the response of Mike Pompeo during this was just like, what, what are you doing, my guy? Mm. That's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing. Not gonna do anything. It's a slap on the wrist, be like, you shouldn't do that. And trying to be in like, cool. no way. Uh, and next, next up, we got uh, North Korea's... North Korea made a statement recently where they are vowing to expand their nuclear arsenal. And, of course, they called the United States their biggest enemy. So, little Kim... Little Kim made a statement where he said, quote, our foreign po political activities should be focused and redirected on subduing the United States, our biggest enemy and main obstacle to our innovative development, end quote. He said during his nine hours of remarks over several days at a rare party congress in Pyongyang. So he also said, quote, no matter who is in power in the United States, the true nature of the U.S. and its fundamental policies towards North Korea never change. Vowing to expand ties with anti-imperialist independent forces. So he's, he stated that the country is 
expanding its nuclear arsenal, including preemptive and retaliatory strike capabilities and warheads of varying size. Um, and he called for the development, uh, for the developing of equipment, including hypersonic weapons, solid fuel intercontinental bl ballistic missiles (ICBMs), spy satellites, and drones. And is preparing to test a multi-warhead rocket and supersonic gliding flight warheads for new types of ballistic rockets. While research on a nuclear submarine apparently is close to complete. That's uh, that's him earning his name as R Rocket Man. That's right. right. There. Yes. Rocket Man. And Rocket Man. obviously I'm sure he's overemphasizing some of these things. I doubt that some of these technologies are actually ready to go, but still, it's understandable. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he knows how to make them. I don't think he has the capabilities of actually doing it to this extent. All of them, perhaps not, but... Some yeah. of them maybe, but like, his, his people are fucked. They're all fucked. He doesn't look after his people. I don't... I, they don't have the manpower to do anything, really. Now, there's no immediate comment from the U.S. State Department. A spokesman for the Biden campaign also declined to comment. Really? Yes. So Biden, who was vice president under Barack Obabe, called Kim a thug during the cam election campaign. And in 2019, North Korea called Biden a, quote, rabid dog that needed to be, <laughs> quote, beaten to death with a stick. <laughs> So, not on good terms. <laughs> the, okay, this is the one area where Trump was actually good, is with North Korea. I mean, yes, he did meet with... with Relatively good. He didn't meet with them, but they got nothing. They got nothing. They got done. nothing. But at least he met with them, which is better than what Obama did. I know, but he met with them, but he got nothing. At least he met with them. That's still... Like, I understand Biden will not meet with this dude. No, he won't. Biden said in October that he would meet Kim only on the condition that North Korea agreed to draw down its nuclear capacity. So that's... That's, that's literally what Obama's thing was. was doing the same shit. Like pre he's not going to do that. Yeah, conditions to meeting. So it's Which I don't blame him because every time the U.S. tells another country to do that, get rid of their nukes, they just immediately invade them afterwards. If they do get rid of their nukes, yeah. yeah. Or they support the rebel... Rebels in their country, so... Yeah, I mean, they somehow overthrow the government after. Right, we're talking about Iraq, and we're also talking about Libya. Are two good examples of that happening. Besides the U.S. and defense policy, Kim also spoke at greater length to proposals for a five-year economic plan. It would be announced at the Congress, which he said would continue to focus on building an independent economy, which they have to because nobody's trading with them anyways. Mm -hmm. And... Building energy-saving steel plants, significantly increasing chemical goods, and boosting electricity production. And more coal mines, so. Now, of course, North Korea faces growing crises caused by international sanctions over its nuclear program, as well as self-imposed lockdowns to prevent a coronavirus outbreak. So, yeah. Did they, did they have any numbers? I have no idea. Like, no one goes in and no one goes out. Can you trust them? I don't think so either. So like you don't know. You will never know. But if they admitted that they had numbers, then obviously they did. Yes, I don't know if they did. Let me search it up. North Korea COVID numbers. Oh, yeah. There's no confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Democratic uh, People's Republic Korea, which is North Korea. North well, they claim they don't. Who knows? Yeah, well, who gets in? Who goes who knows? in? Zero confirmed cases. Which also means zero recovered cases and zero deaths, so. Who goes into North Korea, though? Like, it's not... Apparently, Parler 
has been booted uh, yeah, by so Amazon, now- Apple, and Google. So, yeah, they all booted them from their platforms in the span of, of little more than 24 hours. Um, if you're unfamiliar, Parler is on Amazon servers. Yes. So Amazon web servers, and they will remove them from their cloud hosting service Saturday evening, which is effectively cutting it, kicking it off the public internet after mounting pressure from the public and Amazon employees. So Basically. Yeah, this goes into force on Sunday at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time, effectively shutting down Parler's website until it can find a new web hosting platform. What is Parler? Parler is a conservative alternative media source, social media. With very little um, guidelines preventing posts about violence and conspiracy theories and stuff. And it's a mass of conservatives flocked to this social media platform after Twitter and Facebook began to clamp down on their QAnon's conspiracies and like right wing type of bullshit. So, so this story is, has a lot to do with just how social media censorship, censor, censorship work. Uh-huh. Fuck. Can't pronounce anything. So the Amazon Web Services said in the recent weeks, it reported 98 examples to Parler of, quote, posts that clearly encourage and incite violence, end quote. The letter includes screenshots of several examples. Now, quote, because Parler cannot comply with our terms of service and poses a very real risk to public safety, we plan to suspend Parler's account, end quote. So Amazon's decision came soon after Apple removed Parler from its app store, citing similar reasons, and Apple's decision followed a similar one from Google who on Friday dropped Parler from the Google Play Store. So I'm not, I'm not against this uh, Parler, like, basically shadow ban of the internet, the internet shadow ban. Of it's not a shadow app. ban, it's a legit, a real ban. Yeah, but they, I mean, it can still exist. They just have to find other they're uh, not, not, webs. They're suspended, web basically, from too. the internet until they find new hosting. Yeah. So but. Basically, shadow ban. Um, no, it's a legitimate ban. It's just that nobody... Is you can't the moderator ban someone of the, from the internet? No, I know, but you the, the the last line of banning ends at somebody's servers. Alex Jones's servers never got shut down for his website Infowars. Okay, they took him out of all the other social media, but they didn't take out his servers. Now, if that happened, he would have to find new servers. But still, that it never got that far. Yeah, it never got that far. So Parler so, is. They've done all that they can possibly I, do to censor them. My biggest thing with this is I, I, I agree Parler's like a bad place yeah. on the internet. And it's, it's causing public harm and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But how powerful these companies are to be able to shut them down. Shut I mean, them also, down so quick. Also shut down Trump. They shut down Trump in a coalition. Everybody was... On the same side, it took like 12 hours, and he was off of the internet completely. Right. And, you know, they, but Facebook also has taken out a lot of leftist pages. The same thing, they're going to do the same thing to the left, because you can make, you can make similar arguments. Well, they, they have done a similar thing to the left in the past. Yeah. They removed lots of anti-cop pages, lots of Black Lives Matter pages, and stuff, stuff also like that. another reason why I don't like violence ever, is because it's the reason why they can censor you. That's true. That's true. Reddit also. At one point, they took down the Donald subreddit and, yeah. and a few others that were right-wing ones. And then later on came the ban hammer for a few leftist ones. Yeah. Chapo Trap Host, Chapo Trap Host 2, Full Communism. Because they can't, they can't look like they're favoring the right. 
in the, in their mind they can't look like that. So they also take out some left leaning ones as well. But right. in the end, all that does is narrow their platform. Yeah, narrow their platform to the status quo. Now they still have a lot of leftist ones still on there, and there are no Nazi subreddits. But no. there are Tucker R slash Tucker Carlson is probably the closest you get. Yeah, but anyways, it's uh it's also interesting uh, when you point out the fact that these social media platforms that have no rules and no like terms of service stuff like that you can post anything on there they're all infested with the extremists like the extreme people like the nazis like the QAnon guys you get like QAnon was on 4chan well yes 4chan right? hn and 8chan those guys parlor like they're that's where all these people coalesce and so when you talk about um social media like censorship mm-hmm. i'm not 100 percent against it in the like for extreme stuff because you're not going to have a Twitter if there's no rules. This is just going to be people doxing each other, going to be Nazis and all this stuff, mm, that's murder true. porn. That's true. Whatever. So before beforehand, I'm making this point because beforehand I was, I'm pretty free speech. I I like the free speech laws in the United States. We basically have the same ones in Canada, effectively. Yeah. Right. Um, but like on these platforms, when you have like total free speech on them, they just turn into a fester ground of violence and disgusting things like how you see on 4chan, 8chan and Parler here. Now, I would like to point out Parler, if Parler is the right wing alternative social media, Mastodon is the left wing alternative social media. Mastodon Mastodon and Mastodon servers is like the leftist version. Um, it's a little difficult to navigate, but it's it's generally the same thing. So it's like a left, just pure leftist uh, Twitter type thing. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been on Mastodon though. The other thing about it is these companies are so fucking powerful. Well, that's what that I'm they saying. Could clap I would people. like if if there was updated laws that the meant- antitrust laws were. Not antitrust laws because that involves breaking up big companies. Yeah, but you, well, breaking these companies. Telecommunications up. laws specifically involving the social media giants because social media has basically become the public square at this point you know yeah that's a that's a good point it's very necessary to have a twitter if you want to talk to people you need that now what's the point of having free speech laws in this country if the main way people communicate is owned by private companies that are not beholden to the same free speech laws what's the point then that's fair that's fair you you know anybody can grab a megaphone and go on the side of the street but that's not how you reach people nowadays. That's not an effective way of doing it. So I think that there should be laws that perhaps looks into... It has to be regulated in some way. I don't want to trust the private companies do it. Right, same here. And especially but I with... also don't think that they should be allowed to spew uh, no, that's understandable. Like Nazi propaganda and stuff like that. Yeah, that's understandable. Which in the States, free speech-wise, they're allowed to do. Yeah. They're just not allowed to incite violence. That's well, like I, I support Trump being banned because he incited violence. Straight up, Rudy Giuliani incited violence. Right. Trump did with the actual platform itself. I don't know about Rudy Giuliani. Trial by combat. Yeah, no, he should be put in jail. He broke a law by saying that. He incited violence. He should be put in jail. Trump, you can make the argument that uh, he didn't mean to. You can still make that argument under those laws. 
I mean, you could say that Trump's response to the violence occurring means that he, he did. Yeah, but that's so hard to prove because you basically have to prove intent with their uh, free speech laws. Yeah, I know. So to prove that he intended for the violence to continue is hard. You can prove that Rudy Giuliani intended for the violence to happen with a trial by combat. Yeah. That's pretty hard to dispute, I think. I don't trust Probably the... Done. I don't trust the... And also you have companies. to look at what the social media companies do with one point of their um, revenue sources is selling people's information, collecting people's That's another point information of it. and selling it. Now, that that's, should be illegal, obviously. That's one of the main reasons Facebook collects a lot of money, people's location. Or there should be an option where you opt into it and then they give you a cut. So a you cut make, of the sale. That's, yeah. But they would never do that. No, I know. That's why you have to make it into a law. Yeah. You have to reimburse the persons who, who's, you have to reimburse the person's um, data, like a profit. Because they're just exploiting their workers there, right? Exploiting. Or the, exploiting their users, sorry. Yeah. For their data, and they're making a profit off it, and the users don't see any of that profit. So if, I think it'll be okay if the user opted into it and then was also compensated for it as well. I think that would be an okay solution. You know, that might be a little complex. It would be pretty complex, oh, but these companies have enough money to do that. Yeah, that's true. So I, that's that's my solution, anyways. And then you can make a quick buck and get good advertisers, whatever. But at least you know what's happening. Right. That's all we had yeah. on the agenda for today. Yeah. It was a very tumultuous week with the political stuff going on. Yeah, I was going to the TV. I'm sure everybody else was. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. We'll see how 2021 goes. Yeah, Not that was a great so good. start. Great Not start. Looking so good, eh? <laughs> Anyways. Fucking Nazis everywhere. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, I wanna, hope you guys want to uh, explain uh, your process of a militia? Starting your militia group? No. No? No. Oh. Gotta keep that under wraps? Yeah. Okay. Already, well, I got piss. That's Real great. Bad. Well, we're gonna end this podcast right now. Okay. Hey, everybody, follow our Twitter. Follow our Twitter. The Canadian Per Two. Follow our uh, our Instagram as and well. And our YouTube because we'll be posting videos soon. The Canadian yeah, Perspective. Yeah. So we we tried to record today that didn't happen. Um, right. some logistic issues, and but soon, soon. So we already got the channel up. All that we might even start streaming on twitch yeah that'll take some more setup and some more know-how but yeah we got might happen we got in the future how to do all this shit yeah anyways thanks for listening yeah so guys that was canadian perspective yeah uh signing off